Hey, reminder, check out the Schmodown Patreon today. Go ahead and click that like button, the bell, and subscribe to this channel. Can't look away. Oh, here we go. Not looking away. Swag not missing a beat. Saul now on his own, but Amaru, when he was dropped by the usual suspects with Sam joining back into the league, Winston swooped in and immediately picked him up. And you can see they have not missed a beat on the same page, ready to go. They have pretty good chemistry there. They're giving the uh, Wildberries a run for their money as far as uh, shirts are available. Wedding reception dance moves in the Schmodown go. All right, so the competitors are set. The trusted manager of Amaru Moses representing Team Swag, Winston Marshall by his side. Saul going rogue. Here are the rules of round number one. Ten questions, each one worth a point, spanning the entire galaxy of the inner geekdom division. Fifteen seconds to get your response written. One point per question, no penalty for missing one. You each have three repeats. You may use it any time throughout the three-round match. Starting with you, Saul, a man who, although a bunch of cameras and crews separate us, I am still terrified of you. Do you I got you. feel like you're ready to go? Sure. I don't got you. I, nope. Yeah, I'm a little I'm nervous good. myself. I'm Amaru, always a friendly face. Are you ready to compete? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Then let's get ready! A little bit of bad blood brewing here. All right, gentlemen, 10 questions coming your way, starting with the category of Star Wars. In A New Hope, what planet is C-3PO talking about when he says, what a desolate place this is? Yeah, so much fanfare, so much hype about this match, but especially in her geekdom, once the questions start flying, you really got to lock in because it's so specific. Absolutely. Each and every answer here. And the amount of questions your opponent misses is very, Four. very small. Three. Two, one. Pens down, let's go to Saul. Tatooine. Is correct, and Amru with his trusty NBA. Tatooine. All right, I love a good NBA dry erase yeah, for it. Love it. Drawing up some X's and O's there like Norman Dale. Your next question is in the category of Jurassic Park, which I'm told features dinosaurs. Here's your question. In Jurassic Park 3, William H. Macy and Teo Leone play Paul and Amanda. What is their last name? I assume they're either... Uh, Married or brother-sister? Do you have any intel on that? Uh, I believe it's brother-sister. Where I'm from, it might be the same. <laughs> <laughs> from a region of the country. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and let's go to Junior NBA first. Kirby. Kirby is correct, like that cute pink guy from Nintendo. How Didn't about have it. Saul did not have it. All right, first so. This here early in round number one. Two to one. Amru in the lead. Question number three, your category is Marvel. In Avengers Age of Ultron, many heroes try to lift Thor's hammer at the party, thinking it is some sort of trick. Who is the first to attempt lifting the hammer? I bet I can do it. I, it, it you and I are at that party, yeah. which, by the way, can you imagine your Instagram numbers? Oh, my goodness. Take a couple Lord. selfies there. You would try to pick it, pick it up, wouldn't you? I might even do a reel. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a... Abby Friel come in here and help me with a TikTok. Please, Abby, help us. I don't know how to get it on my phone. Five. Don't have it. Four, three, two, one. Let's go to Saul. Tony Stark. Is incorrect. How about Amaru Moses? Hawkeye. That is correct. It was. Glenn Barton from the very enjoyable series I just yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah. More actually on that. just caught some of Moon Knight now. And moving on to question number four. It's in the category of Middle Earth, vacation spot. Your question for a point. In The Hobbit, an unexpected journey 
Durin's Day is the start of the new year for the dwarves as what season ends? I feel like hanging out with dwarves would be so much fun. They just like to eat, drink, smoke, and yell. Big drinkers. Yeah, They're big, big, drinkers. big drinkers. It can get a little unwieldy. There's a lot of weapons around. That's true. I know how you are with weapons. And we all get angry. Four. Three, you're trying to lift Thor's hammer, for God's sake. <laughs> Two. One. Pens down. Let's go to Amaru. Winter. Is incorrect. How about Saul? Fall. That is correct. Ooh. Also, we've accepted Autumn. Big, big point there for Saul. It always hurts when you miss a couple in a row in round one, but that is excellent for his confidence. Moving on to question number five. Category is Batman. I knew Harvey Dent is the first line spoken in what Batman film? Yeah, that's how you remember by the calendar is that the primary football season is autumn winter, but then Durant's day is when the playoffs start. Yeah. Big, big pickup for the Orcs getting Tyreek Hill. I, <laughs> I got nothing. Three, <laughs> two, one. Orcs, Dolphins, you know, six of one, half dozen the other. Pens down, let's go to Saul. Dark Knight Rises. And for the moment, he ties Amaru, but does he have the correct answer? The Dark Knight Rises. He does uh, indeed. And wow, did that Dark Knight rise fast. Little Thermacare pad, he's back to 100%. Your question for a point. Alien and Predator is the category of the question. In what year did the film Predator 2 come out? Yeah, not quite as good as the first one, but still, I love Predator 2. I have on good authority that uh, Moses' manager, Winston Marshall, just saw the first Predator film for the first time. Yeah. Really? Really? Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Let's go to Sir Moses. 1990. That is accurate. How about Saul? 1990. Okay, they both knew that one. Three years after the OG. Back to you, Andrew, for question seven. All right. Scores and soundtracks. Who composed the score of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl? Our friends over at the uh, hit game show settled the score. Mm. Uh, Matt knows that Andy Mer Merriweather, uh, Winston and I took each other on, and uh, it's it, it's one of the better matches in settled score history. I do Much like our match. Score. Yeah, I've, I still can't. Five, I just can't win. I cannot four, win at that show. Three. You got a couple, right? Two. One. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Dad. I'm being nice to you. <laughs> Let's go to Saul. Hans Zimmer. Is incorrect. How about Amaru Moses? Klaus Fidelt. Wow, that's wow. a deep cut, and he nailed it. That is now a two-point lead for Moses over Saul. Six to four. No perfect round threat anymore, but they're both adjudicating themselves very well here. Your next question is in the category of graphic novels that luckily for us were adapted into films. Here's your question for a point. Which actor plays the god king Xerxes in the films 300 and 300? Rise of an Empire. That's a unique look, that Xerxes look. How many sit-ups did you do after watching that first 300? Well, that was, I think, 18 at the time, so. Yeah, you were pretty a, pumped a up. A lot. Yeah, you were you're ready to go defend Sparta. I was older, so I was they, like, nah, I'm good. And uh, they never looked that way. Four, Not even close. Three, two, one. A lot of baby oil back in the day. Uh, Pens down, let's go to Amaru Moses. Rodrigo Santoro. Is correct. It's all habit. Didn't have it. Didn't have it. All right. So that's a three-point gap that Moses has opened over Saul. Seven to four now as we head into our next question. And there's our penultimate one. Nice. You're welcome. Category is Wizarding World in the Goblet of Fire. What is the name of the item that holds Dumbledore's memories? I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I just need something to help me out. Yeah, you know, you get over a, a certain... Uh, 
age hurdle in your life, and uh, I spent three hours looking for my keys. You know where they were? In your pocket. In my hand. What? <laughs> Five. Been there. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down. Let's try Saul. Pensieve. Is correct. Yeah. And Tom Marie Moses. Pensieve. Nailed it. Let's go. So it is eight to Let's five. Go, go. The crowd exhorting on really both competitors here. I think there's a measure of sympathy that we're seeing for Saul, but yeah. it does feel like the crowd really enjoying Amaru Moses for swag too. And so eight to five, here's your final question in round number one for a point. The category is DC. And the question, this 2000s DC film primarily takes place in 1985. DC, that is. Uh, 15? In 1985, yeah. I was saying goodbye to my first family. Had enough of them. Here's your money. One of them. Don't call. Here's a Nerf football for the Titans. I'm going Five, on the road. Four, three, <laughs> two, one. It was fun opening for Foxworthy back in the day. Fence <laughs> down, let's go to Amaru Moses. Watchman. Is correct, and Saul also had Watchmen. All right, and so there you have it, nine to six. And I'm just going to put this on record right now. That was a big pull for Saul. You do not want to be trailing by any more than three. It's a deep enough ditch as it is, but I think Saul has the game to pull himself out of it. But Amaru Moses looking exactly like the Amaru that we saw last season. I could not agree more. Saul coming back and getting those last few points, getting over that hump of five points means that this game is still anyone's match. Ellis, tell us about round two. Round number two is the wheel round. The wheel of fate, doom, and justice. Each competitor gets a spin. Once you settle on a category, five questions emerge, each one worth two points. Keep in mind there is multiple choice, at which point the value of the question will drop to one and stealing is available in round two, just in the Schmodown, not in real life. And there is the spin, and it was the wheel that felled Saul when these two met last season. And he has spun Alien. We're going again. And Predator, he's going to respin. Each competitor with a mulligan. Round and round it goes. Those wild card slices are lurking. Oh, there it is! On a wild card slice. So again, folks, it's still relatively young in the season. Here is how it works. Saul spun the wild card slice, so he's going to peel that back, and we're going to find out, is it opponent's choice, is it spinner's choice, or is it going to be a mystery brand new category in round two? One of the more Saul? exciting things about season nine. Could be great, could be horrible, and it's the Matrix the series. The Matrices. All right, Saul, five questions coming your way in the category of the Matrix series. Gloria Foster and Mary Alice both play what role in the Matrix trilogy? The Oracle. Didn't take more than a second no. there. That is two points. Bouncing back in round number two, only down by one. Your second question, Saul. In The Matrix, the film begins with police attempting to capture Trinity. How many units were sent in to get her? Three units. That is incorrect. Now for the steal, the two-point steal, Amaru. In The Matrix, the film begins with police attempting to capture Trinity. How many units were sent in to get her? Four. No, Lieutenant, your men are already dead. <laughs> that is incorrect. Ah. We're looking for two well units. Wait, you. Wait, the other way. And Saul, very, very happy about that. Not ah. giving up two more points to his opponent. Your third question in the category of The Matrix series, who portrays Thomas Anderson's business partner named Smith? in The Matrix Resurrections. Multiple choice, please. I can do that. Is it A, Hugo Weaving, B, Neil Patrick Harris, C, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, or D, 
Jonathan Groff? The answer is D, Jonathan Groff. That is correct for one more point. Great check down. We got a tie ball game now, Ellis. Now it's time for Saul to pull away. Harry Lennox portrays a commander in the Matrix trilogy. What is his name? Locke. That is correct for two wow. big points. Saul on top for the first time today. This guy's feeling himself. Now he can take even more points as his lead before Amaru gets a spin. Your final question. In The Matrix Reloaded, according to Agent Smith, what binds us, connects us, and defines us? Five, four, three. Multiple choice, please. Is it A, rebirth, B, reason, C, purpose, or D, duty? C, purpose. That is correct. Another great check down yeah. there for Saul. Up three. Now it's Amaru's turn up. at the wheel. Here's Moses up to try his hand at the wheel. He's looking at it. Double wild card, maybe. Who knows? We got a double wild card, and so it could be spinners, could be opponents. I think he might rather avoid it altogether. He spun yeah, the worlds of Marvel. So you got the MCU in there. You got some prior films. We're taking this. He's going to okay. keep it. All right. Who voices Miles' mother, Rio, in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Lauren Velez. Two points for Amaru. I thought he might be going to hold his choice, but did not need it. Your next question for two more points. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, what was the tallest that Dr. Foster says he was able to grow to by using his suit? Multiple choice. All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, 21 feet, B, 43 feet, C, 65 feet, or D, 55 feet? 21 feet. The number worn by Tim Duncan is correct for a point, and with that, we are tied at 12. Amru Moses still with three questions remaining in his round number two, such as this next one. Mark Ruffalo, Paul Bettany, Bill Maher, and Corey Hawkins are featured in what MCU film? Four, three, two. Repeat the question. All right, that's his first repeat, two remaining. Mark Ruffalo, Paul Bettany, Bill Maher, and Corey Hawkins are featured in what MCU film? Five, four, three, two. Multiple choice. All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, The Avengers? B, Iron Man 3, C, Avengers Age of Ultron, or D, Captain America Civil War? Five, four, three, two. Captain America Civil War. Is incorrect, and so now for a one point steal, so I'm gonna repeat the question and the options before you wager a guess. Mark Ruffalo, Paul Bettany, Bill Maher, and Corey Hawkins are featured in what MCU film? Is it A, The Avengers, B, Iron Man 3, C, Avengers Age of Ultron, or D, Captain America Civil War? B, Iron Man 3. 
Didn't know Bill Maher was a superhero, but I that is correct either. for <laughs> one point. 13 to 12, big steal there for Saul. Huge, Ellis. You never want to go into round three down by six. That was a potential of happening at the beginning of that question. Not only that does not happen, Saul walks away with a stolen point. Huge round two. That's right. Planet of the Apes has not been a factor yet today. Yet. I think that is music to Saul's yeah. ears. We go back to Amaru Moses. <laughs> we are. Please, I did not accuse you. Andrew is correct. What are you doing? Two points for you. Thank you. Uh, your penultimate question, Sir Moses, in the worlds of Marvel for two points. In Fantastic Four from 2005, what is Sue Storm's favorite flower? Five, four, three. Multiple choice. All right, your four options for a point. Is it A, sunflowers, B, orchids, C, lilies, or D, roses? Five, four. Sunflowers. Do you think you guessed it? Think you got it? You got it yeah. right. It's a correct <laughs> I think answer. Did. So 13 to 13. It is all tied wow. up. One question remaining. Moses could seize a two-point lead, but if he gives away a steal opportunity, Saul looking to cash that in. Amaru's final question in the worlds of Marvel is: Who directed the 1998 film Blade? Steven Norrington. That's a two-point correct answer. And even Saul has to applaud that pull from Amaru Moses. 15 to 13 in favor of Amaru heading into the all-important final round three. Yeah, you look at Saul being down two in a very, very great position, but got to make his way through the hardest round yet. Ellis, tell us how round three works. That's why it's the round that will determine the match. Each player faces three questions that increase in difficulty and point value. First question's worth two points. Next one, three points. Final question, five points. And again, whoever's in the lead at the end of this match will be declared the winner. So all that is going to take you over to X-Men for your two-point question and to tie the game and to send it back over to your opponent. For two points, what year saw the release of The Wolverine? 2013. We got a tie ball game, Ellis. There it is. 15-15 in round number three. All right, so no TKO here. This one could, in fact, go down to the wire. So we pivot to Amaru Moses for his two-point question. You selected pretty much the opposite of Saul, the final number, the highest number you could, 16, and that corresponds to welcome to Jurassic Park. And your question for two points and regain a two-point lead. Who plays Vic Hoskins, head of InGen Security Operations, who wants to use the Velociraptors as military animals in Jurassic World? Vincent D'Onofrio. It's a scary question I just read. Yeah, it you sure know? is. Weaponizing animals that are dinosaurs for the military. That is correct. 17 to 15, so we go back to Saul for his three-pointer. He could take the lead if he hits this next question. That's right, Saul. You selected number two for your three-point question, which is going to take us to our favorite web-slinging friend, Spider-Man, for three points and to send it back over with a one-point lead. In The Amazing Spider-Man, Uncle Ben brings a box from the basement that is filled with his trophies from what? Bowling. That is correct. For three more points, Saul fighting back here in round number three. I love bowling. 
That's right. This is the performance that you know Saul had in him probably last year, too, but he's really putting it on full display and pushing Amaru Moses to the limit here. So we go back to Moses for his three-point question. Finds himself in the category of dystopian future slash time travel. And here is your question. Peter Hyams directed what 1994 film featuring Mia Sarah? Repeat the question. All right. It's your second one. You have one remaining. Categories dystopian future time travel. The question. Peter Hyams directed what 1994 film featuring Mia Sarah? Five. Four. Three. Two. Waterworld. Waterworld is incorrect looking for time cop you can see Saul over there he knew the answer he thought it was an easy question but now we stay with Amaru Moses who has now got his back up against the rope only his five point question remains down one we're there we're getting word that there is going to be a challenge from the manager of swag will allow the team to talk it over if you want to with your competitor and then we'll have a rebuttal from Saul should the need arise um Time Cop is not listed under Dystopian Future and Time Travel as one of the listed movies in that category is what we're challenging. Okay, so the challenge on the floor is that the competitors who are made aware of any movie that could questions arise from in Inner Geekdom saying that it was not there. And so we're going to be right back with our official ruling after consulting with an independent line judge. We're back and we have the combination here. A little bit of history and how the showdown works. So our amazing team of writers will send out a document to each and every competitor and manager letting them know that these are the movies that could potentially arise in any given inner geekdom category. At the top of that document says that movies are eligible to bounce in between categories. And so while Time Cop may not have been listed under dystopian future time travel films, it is considered an inner geekdom movie and is listed on the list of eligible films in inner geekdom. And so... Unfortunate though it may be, the ruling on the field stands. The challenge is overruled, and it is 18 to 17. Saul still has a one-point lead over Amaru Moses as Moses now faces his final. You know, Ellis, pointer. it's a really, really great challenge. It's one of the best things about having a team yeah. behind you and someone like Paulo Yama and Whitson who are so tuned in. But that is part of Inner Geekdom. That is part of the document. Them's the rules, baby. Moving on to our five-point question. All right, so as the competitors reset here, we now do go to the category of Marvel Films for Amaru Moses and his five-point question. Amaru, you hit this, you enjoy a four-point lead. If you miss it, Saul will be declared the winner of the match. And here is your question. For five points and the lead, Doug Hutchinson plays Looney Bin Jim in what 2000s Marvel comic film? Punisher Warzone. Well, he got that one right wow. off the bat. Five big points for Amaru, 22 to 18. And so it is a four point gap between Amaru in the lead and Saul trailing, but Saul now faces 
his five-pointer, this is the question, Andrew, that will determine the match. Saul selected category three. What is he looking at? He is looking at Planet of the Apes for his five-point question. You cannot First, write this. Stuff. You cannot. I was going to say it's the curse of the announcing desk. So here we go, Saul, for five points and the win. What apes film features the line, tell me, Breck, before you die, how do we differ from the dogs and cats that you and your kind used to love? Why did you turn us from pets into slaves? Two. Please repeat the question. All right, that's his first. Category of Planet of the Apes for five points. What apes film features the line, tell me, Breck, before you die, how do we differ from the dogs and cats that you and your kind used to love? Why did you turn us from pets into slaves? And there's this many movies in the category. One line. Incredibly specific, but that's why it's the five. That's why it's a five-pointer for the game. Five. Four. Three, two. Can you please repeat the question? Second one, one remaining. Five points, Planet of the Apes. What apes film features the line, tell me Breck before you die, how do we differ from the dogs and cats that you and your kind used to love? Why did you turn us from pets into slaves? Yeah, I always say, you have to reread it. Use them when you need them. But if you Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. And Joe Winner! <sighs> live audience hump and now he is on yeah, the board man. with a W here in studio. What a pull by Saul and it couldn't have been a more poetic ending to this rematch that we saw from Collision last year where Saul really struggling in that Planet of the Apes category. Yeah. Not the case today. He had a five-pointer. The answer was the Conquest one and he knocked it out of the stadium. And I think the most impressive thing was how he bounced back after a rough round one. Now, if your opponent scores the same as you, it doesn't feel that bad. But Saul went down early, and he went down by a good amount as he went into round number two. That's what the Schmodown is all about, playing through that wheel. You always say it, luck, justice, all those things come into play in round number two, and Saul was able to hold on, and then what a fascinating final round.